0: just go to com. It's magical. I don't know a goddamn thing about the Calgary Flames, so this is going to be a great podcast. That makes two of us. <laughs> Welcome to checking out the competition, Calgary <laughs> Flames, which this is going to be a great podcast. I already know it. We are joined by – I always say that people are my favorite people. Because oftentimes when I talk to them, I'm like, oh, hey, I really like that person. But genuinely, Mark is my favorite person to do these podcasts with. Mark, how are you doing?
1: I'm fabulous. And it's a mutual admiration society going back and forth here. Because what did I tell you the other day? I have two favorite podcast days a year. And that's when we get to hang out and podcast. So, yeah. the, the The feeling is mutual.
0: And Mark, of course, is the site manager for Matchsticks and Gasoline. I always fuck up the name of that blog, but I didn't do it that time. So I feel At like this. we're not...
1: You know what you want to always mess up is... Uh, whose team is it? I forget. It's Japper's Rink or Jasper's J- Rink. Japer. Yeah. I'm like, I, all, I'm like, I don't know. Who's, who's Japer? Like,
0: like, I don't get Apparently, it. It's like, it. It's like an obscure reference to like the dude that started the site whose name is jp okay. it's very esoteric it's like way too niche for the name of a washington yeah. capitals hockey blog
1: thank you and it's a capitals I was in my head i'm like who the hell is that and yeah, some sure. of them i'm like
0: like where did you come up with that name it's ridiculous Litterbox cats is my
1: favorite I, I, that one i talked to the panthers last year about it and i got the explanation behind it and it's awesome it was it- like what is it was like a the Panthers were so bad. They suck so bad. The guy wanted to just be like shit in the box or something like that. And like, that was how it came up. Like, this is awesome. Look, like, I love it.
0: It's very funny. <laughs> Good
1: okay. Time. okay. So anyway, yes, I write about the flames.
0: So the Flames. um, why don't you tell us everything that happened this summer? Cause it was kind of a big summer for the Calgary flames. <laughs>
1: People say that, but it seemed like they didn't do a lot. Like most of the players stayed intact, you know, they didn't really do much. Um, yeah, no. Um, the, the the kid number thirteen, he left to go play in a you know on an obscure team in the middle of a I think Ohio or Illinois somewhere. I don't know Indiana. Uh,
0: Midwest. We, we don't.
1: Yeah. They, it's funny that he went to a place that when they score a goal fires off a cannon, which scared him the whole entire time. Yes, we're talking about Johnny Gaudreau. Johnny left Calgary because. He loved Calgary and he was going to stay in Calgary forever because he and his wife loved the city and his family loves it. I'm not bitter and I promise I'm not. I get it. You make family decisions. Johnny left and went to Columbus and we wish him the best of luck um, playing in Columbus. Um, but no, honestly, I Johnny left. Um, I think we kind of saw that one coming. Um, you know, contract talks weren't going anywhere. When you turn down the most money from the team you currently play for, in the middle of a province in the plains near mountains where it's cold 13 months a year you know we think we can all kind of see the writing on the wall so yeah johnny left um and then the the resident past uh, matthew kachuk decided that i think kachuk knew like when he signed that quick little bridge contract that he was never coming back to calgary mm. um, so so yeah he left and he's in florida right now um but um calgary got a nice little return though for mr uh, kachuk yeah. you know we, we got Jonathan Huberdeau, who's, um, we'll say, um, struggling, will be a good way to describe him right now. But Mackenzie Weger's been fine. And, you know, I expect Huberdeau to, once he finally gets settled into a Darrell Sutter system, because it's a very different system. It was invented in 1635. And it's just, it's <laughs> tough if you were born after 1980 to understand that system, but it's defensive and it involves back check and forecheck and being, you know, hockey terms heavy and all that other stuff. So, um, yeah, he's got to learn to play a little more defensive hockey. I don't think we expect 115 points out of him. So, uh, you know, just don't be as bad as you are right now and we'll be okay. Okay. What else happened? What else? Who else came in now? They, uh, let's see. Oh, and Nazem Kadri. That was a nice little pickup. He's been amazing. Um, I I am
0: literally forgot that you guys got Kadri. Oh,
1: every game I'm like,
0: thank God he's here.
1: Oh my God. They'd win like two games if he wasn't here um he's been just amazing he's like slid right in and fit in perfect i could not be happier uh they traded, uh, calgary traded sean monahan uh kind of bittersweet to see Monnie go um but you know he was not really um a good hockey player for like the last four seasons a lot of it had to do with injuries like one year i think he played through like wrist and soldier soldier he's a soldier now all of a sudden shoulder surgery and um also had like a sports hernia like he was a hot mess mm. you know but, it was like that operation game where like they were just, you know, you're pulling things out of him and putting things back in him. Like he, so he just never, it just, the last, you know, three or four seasons were tough for Monaghan. So, you know, they finally found a a trading partner in the Canadians and sent him to Montreal and scored a goal in his first game. So good on money, but, you know, kind of, you know, kind of needed a change of pace. I think change of scenery. So that, yeah, that was the big summer. And of course the biggest, biggest news of the whole summer was, um, Daryl Sutter being named the second best or second sexiest coach in the NHL, which I'm assuming they were at a senior center for the blind when they took that poll. But you know, hey, good for him. Good on, good on you, big guy. You know,
0: that was a very interesting thing. I can't remember who was first.
1: I know it wasn't Bruce Boudreau because he joked that thank God nobody put him first because he wanted everybody's eyes checked. I thought that was funny. Like, <laughs> I thought he handled that well. You know, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't. but the fact that Sutter was number two, I was like, wow,
0: man. Wait, hold on, this is very important information to me personally, so I'm going to look it up. You,
1: you're going to look it up? Fantastic. I'm,
0: I'm going to mute myself so no one hears me typing.
1: Yeah, I just think the first 15 articles I wrote this summer, or even preseason stuff, was like, you know, the second best looking coach in the NHL brings his team to Vancouver for a preseason game tonight, <laughs> Or, you know, something like that. So, yeah, that was the flame summer. Uh, sexy coach um, and players coming and going. I mean, who else did they lose? They lost Eric Branson. That was kind of a big loss, but he went to Columbus as well. Um, but, you know, they brought back my man Nikita Zadorov. gave him a two-year deal, so that was good. Um, you know, it's uh same two goaltenders, which is good, Markstrom and Vladar. So, you know, it's, you know, changes, but, you know, for maybe for the better, maybe at some point. I don't know.
0: All right, before we move on to those inconsequential things, I need to talk a little bit more about this Daryl Sutter second, Let's do second it. coach in the NHL. So the list is, I'm just going to give you the top five. Jay Woodcroft from the Oilers. Yeah, whatever. Daryl Sutter. Derek Lalonde from the Red Wings. John Hines from the Preds. Paul Maurice from the Panthers. Now, I know that I'm a weird person. Not a one of them would make <laughs> my top five of the hottest coaches in the NHL. I have so many questions.
1: I'll be honest with you. Like, a lot of it, I looked at the list. I'm like, I don't even know what that guy looks like. Because I don't pay attention to the coaches.
0: There are you know? so... I struggle to know what any NHL player looks like. Um, Even Flyers. Like, there are... I would say every single time I see Patrick Brown, I think to myself, oh, that's what Patrick Brown looks like. I never remember. If you put a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you like probably a solid 90% of the NHL. Who are these people? I have no idea. For some reason, coaches, I can remember their faces. See,
1: It's like Calgary. If you lined up Brett Ritchie, Blake Coleman, and Jacob Markstrom, and I told you to pick which one was which, you'd have no idea. They're like the weirdest set of triplets ever. Like they look the same. (laughs) the only like real flame that stands out is like Chris Tanev and it's cause he's got that long hair and he's got like, I think negative four teeth. You know, like, he's just he, like, he stands he, out cause he smiles and you're like, dude, how much money do you make? Go to a dentist, get a partial, do something like, so like those guys stick up. But yeah, you line up those other three and you're like, I don't know who either of you are, want to use a goalie, want to use a bottom six forward. And the other one, you're supposed to be good. So I, you know, whatever, I don't
0: know. It doesn't really matter. I just, you brought it up I and I had to look.
1: No, not... They're all the same. They're missing teeth. Someone's got a black guy. Someone's got a cut on their face. Someone's got stitches. It's what it is.
0: Bruce Boudreau is 16. Dead in the middle. Good for him.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Maybe what they're telling you is it's like being the best looking person at the ugly person contest. It really doesn't matter.
0: Mm. I, would, I would still like to be the best looking person at the ugly person convention. I think oh, that Oh yeah. Be nice.
1: It would be nice something to take home. Like I got my plaque.
0: Like, yeah, I like the, at the <laughs> Ugly Person Convention, I feel a little bit shitty about myself because I was invited to the Ugly Person Convention. However. I won. Yeah, I won. Least <laughs> ugly person at the Ugly Person Convention. It's, it's something to hold on to. I think so. I guess. I guess. All right. So the Calgary Flames who play hockey, um, mm-hmm. they are, we were mentioning before we technically started this podcast. That they have almost precisely the same record as my stupid Philadelphia Flyers. They are seven six and two, to the Flyers seven six and three. I'm not sure which of those is better. To be quite honest with you, I guess yours one fewer loss.
1: Uh, Yeah, but like ours, the Calgary's thing has come in such a weird spurt. Like they won five in a row to start the season. They are amazing. Then they like lost seven in a row, and now they won. They can win three in a row if they win tonight over the the Tampa Bay Lightning bolts of Florida, um, <laughs> you know. And and I really hope they wear those awesome reverse retros with the clouds and the lightning that just make them look like giant idiots. Like I just can we talk reverse retros later because I got some yes. I got some stuff I need to get off my chest. But yeah, um, you know it's it's such a weird team. It's like they they played so well at home, then they stunk it up at home, and then they just stunk it up everywhere. And I don't, I don't know how to I don't know how to figure out this team because Daryl Sutter is like just literally every day takes the lines and goes ah let's try this let's say hey Milan Lucic you haven't been a top six forward in ten years you know what you're going to be for the next month the top six forward yeah you're going to skate with two of our fastest skaters we're going to put you up there with them and it's totally not going to work but we're going to keep doing it because you know uh, round peg uh, triangle hole you know like it's just not like it's I don't get what he's doing he's so into the veterans of like trevor lewis and brett ritchie and Canton Mass, mass his own kevin rooney um who got beat up in a fight at the bruins game the other night in front of his family which must have been awkward uh but like he just he's constantly like just taking these guys that like are just plugs and there's nothing wrong with plugs i love luch i do i think luch is fantastic i think he serves an awesome purpose for this team but like Not in the top six, dude. You're like a fourth line. And the fourth line was good with him and Richie and whatever and Rooney. They were good because that's all they are is the fourth line. You don't need them to be heroes. You can't put him in a position where he has to be a hero, Kelly. I do not like it at all.
0: Okay, so what what, before we get into how they completely fell apart, what was going well for them to start the season?
1: Uh, Defensively, they were fantastic. Um, They've they had some issues with their defense. Michael Stone, Oliver Shillington, we'll start with him. He's out um, for the personal issue. He's on IR. The Flames haven't said what it is. They've only said it's family-related, and like, that's been the only update. And I think I can respect that if it's a family thing that he doesn't want out there, totally get it. Mm-hmm. But the Shillington was, you know, gonna be a, he was going to be a top-four defenseman for them this year, and he's gone. So Michael Stone, who I always joke has nude pictures of Flames management somewhere. That's why he keeps getting contracts and coming back to play with the Flames, too sit in the press box and eat popcorn and make two million dollars a year um (laughs) he got hurt so he's out um and then Tanev was out for a little bit and that's where things started to fall apart because you were looking at you had Noah Hannafin who's been fine and you have I love the big Russian like Nikita Zdorov it's just like he's my favorite I know he takes some penalties but as I explained to somebody he's eight foot twelve he's got a 14 foot stick he's going to trip people it happens um you know he's been he's actually been probably Calgary's best defenseman Uyghur's been good um, but then they've been just, you know, like the other night they had Nick DeSimone and a guy who plays defense out there, you know, like they have, they've just had to like plug guys in here and there. Thankfully, Tana's back. And I think that's been what's helped them. Um, Huberto struggled, uh, you know, like we mentioned earlier, coming here to adapt to a new system. So that's been a little tough here. Obviously you're losing points in Goudreau and Kachuk, you know, that's yeah. a lot of goals and a lot of assists to replace. But however, Daryl Sutter teams are known for winning three to two and, you know, two to one, those type of games, playing heavy, big checks, good four check, good back check, you know, but, you know, Nazim Kadri's done really well for Calgary. And I think, you know, uh, Elias Lindholm has finally figured out who his line mates are and he's got a nice little surprise on his top line. That's been a huge surprise to the Flames fan base and it's, it's gone really well. So um, he's got a new line mate that he's uh, thoroughly enjoying playing with. And it's a kid, Adam Ruzicka, who, I think he has, like, four points in his last two games or three games. Um, Big kid can hit, can skate. Um, You know, he's playing with Lindholm uh, on that top line. And Hubert, I was up there, and Sutter kind of took a subtle shot the other day. He's like, yeah, Lindholm's playing well because he's enjoying the people he's playing with on his line now. I was like, ow, oh, man, can't say that. (laughs) Hello? So, um, yeah, I think, you know – the good at the start of the season was everybody was fired up. Things were good. And then I think, you know, it fell down once players got hurt, but now I think everybody's kind of settling in. You mean you think like you, you lose two major cogs in your team. I mean, yeah, it was Kachuk was like 102 points. You, You lost like 117 points or so between him and Gaudreau. Like that's a lot to replace, you know? So I think, I think it takes time for these guys to gel and they, you know, the fan base and everybody needs to understand that, you know, the flames might not be good right away and they might have to, you know, struggle for a little bit, but these people will gel. They're like Jonathan Huberto was not a bad hockey player,
0: you no, know? No, So it's really you good. Know. So, yeah.
1: And we they, they need Andrew Manjupani and Dylan Dubé to start stepping up again as well.
0: So. I was going to ask about Manjupani because just looking at the the box stats, his numbers are lower than I would have expected. Because if I recall correctly, he was very very good last season.
1: Yeah, but he's also been bounced around too. Like he's not, you know, he hasn't been given a chance to see him up yeah I would like to see I'd like to see him up top you know put him up with Lindholm and um Riziska and see how that works because that line would fly you know and then you can have Kadri with Huberto and you know Dubé or whoever it doesn't matter you know it's just it's they need to just find something that works
0: and yeah. then
1: things will start to play
0: okay so I know Daryl Sutter is like objectively a good coach so this is probably mm-hmm. a stupid question but. Do you think yeah. it's possible, just, like, looking at this lineup, that playing a defense-first system is not precisely what this group of players should be doing if they're going to win a whole bunch of hockey games? Like, they're just a yeah, what... guys that, like, if you just let them go, would probably score a lot of goals.
1: Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. Um It's, you know, it's kind of hard to take guys like Kadri and Manjapani and Dubé and Lindholm and probably even Huberto and be like, look, you guys are really good skaters. Like Huberto's hands are ridiculous. Like watching him pass the puck, it's unbelievable. That little spinorama thing that he does, like gets everybody every time. Like, I think it is tough. Like maybe you adapt to the players you have, not try to make the players adapt to your system. Or maybe there's even a happy medium. You know, it's not like they can't score goals. They hung six on the Kings the other day. I mean, they hung on. It was 6-5. They ended up beating them. Um, But, you know, they can put the puck in the net. But I also don't think that this isn't a run and gun, you know, Johnny and Matthew team that's, you know, going to allow you to be like, oh, we can, oh, we're down by three. That's fine. If this team's down by three, you're like, well, there's always tomorrow. You know, they're not exactly a team team that seems to be built to come back. And
0: they love
1: giving up leads.
0: Looking at... (sighs) Goalie numbers—they don't
1: they're look bad. great. No, they're not good. Jacob Markstrom's struggling.
0: Yeah, another thing that is surprising to me—a person that pays no attention to the Calgary Flames until we do this podcast. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it sounds like a lot of the, it's like a lot of the Flames fan base. Don't worry about it. <laughs> last year he was really good, right?
1: Yeah, he was. Yeah, he finished second in the Vesna Trophy yeah. uh, race last year. It's something's off this year, and I don't know if it's new defense partners in front of him. You know they do spend a lot of time on the penalty kill, and the penalty kill is pretty good. So he just he gives up soft goals early, and then you know then it's like all right, you're you have a one nothing lead. Now it's one to one, and then they score and it's two to one, and it's like all right, we got to come back. Or you know the Flames the other night they had a six three lead on the Kings, and we're like ah it's gonna be easy, they're gonna cruise to victory. And you're like oh my God, stop letting goals in, please. It's the Kings. They're not really that good. Their record says they're good, but they're horrendous against their own division. Like what are you doing? And it's just like but then. He makes this nonsensical, ridiculous cross crease, like split punches out his blocker and stops Anze Kopitar from like six feet out with his gorgeous blocker save. And you're like, well, well, why can't you catch the one that like knuckle pucks and hits your hand? Like, how is it possible you can make the most amazing save, but you can't make the routine save? And that's what it's been right now. It's like there's something. Something's off, like where he has like two good games and you're like, oh, he's back. And then you're like, no, oh, we suck a game. You know, like he's yeah. he struggles. So it's like there's no consistency right now. And Dan Vladar has been fine. He's just been hung out to drive by bad defense penalties, odd man rushes. You know, like I, I was at the Bruins Flames game the other night and I watched Vladar and he looked amazing. Like he played so well, but they just at times don't generate offense for their goaltenders. Hmm.
0: So you mentioned you mentioned the penalty kill is mm-hmm. good. Yeah. How's the power play?
1: So Johnny Gaudreau's in Columbus and Matthew Kachuk's in Florida. Uh, the,
0: <laughs> Are you saying this had an effect on the power play? Yes.
1: yes. I always say, yes. <laughs> the the PP is bad. Uh, the power play is not very good. By the way, I'm always going to laugh at that because I'm seven years old every time I tape. And I'm like, why, why can't we just call a power play and spell it out? Um, it's just the, the power play is not very good. It, it's struggling mightily. We're going back to the days where like um, three and four years ago, we used to joke, be like, oh, you know... Edmonton two minutes for roughing we're like don't worry about it let them play we're better five on five we'll, we'll, we'll turn down the penalty we don't want the power play
0: oh, I know. Um,
1: you know and that's kind of how I feel like the flames are right now there's nothing clicking I mean and again when Lucic is on your second power play like and there you go I hate to dog on him because I do like him I'm just saying I don't think number 17 belongs on the uh second power play unit but call me crazy but then again they probably don't have anybody else to put that power play is definitely struggling
0: if it makes you feel any better, the Flyers for the last few games have been playing Zach McEwen on the second power play unit.
1: Yeah, there you go. We're even. Maybe we'll get to see both of those units go. Over. That'll be fun.
0: Noted <laughs> goal scorer Zach McEwen. Yeah, Got you one out there.
1: Yeah, Let's it's like it. noted. Yeah, yep. Brett Ritchie, career what like twelve point a season guy. Yeah, power play. Okay, <laughs> I'm out. I see you. See you. See you next summer. <laughs>
0: All right, I have a few more serious hockey questions before Go this whole thing devolves into a bunch of nonsense. Um, you mentioned uh Adam yeah, as a kid that's playing well. Is there anybody else that we might not know about that looks good so far? Uh,
1: ooh, that's a good question. No. Um, I mean, they haven't really done like Connor Mackey's played a little bit um on the on defense on the back end. He's been okay. Like the problem is. There are so many good prospects. Matthew Phillips leads the AHL in points. Like he's just amazing. He's like a stud. And Daryl Sutter like said something the other day about like more like I don't believe in like look at me stats. I believe in show me stats. And I'm like oh god, that just means more old slow people. What does that even mean? Like basically what he's saying is like I trust guys I know, not kids that I'm here (laughs) because like he came into like camp and he said something. Somebody asked him well, you know all the young kids with stats. You know, when you get these old plug guys, he goes, oh, that stuff's bullshit. I don't believe in any of that. I'm like, oh, you don't believe in young kids that are fast and good. Gotcha. All right. Fantastic. How long is that contract extension you signed for? Because Matthew Phillips will be dead by the time you're gone to get in the NHL. Like, it's just Calgary's got talented kids down there. They've got like, it's just like, like the, the now Wranglers, then Heat are just like, every time I say Wranglers, I just picture like cheap jeans from Sears. I don't know. <laughs> I just, like, exactly. went. Worth- <laughs> that I would have worn in, like, third grade. But like, those leave life? Nah, they're anglers. Look at it. I can slide across broken glass and I don't rip. But anyway, um, like, there's so much talent down there. He's just adverse to, like, bringing it up. And I wonder at some point, like, does, um, you know, Brad Living, who's, you know, did a masterful job this summer with what he was dealt with, you know, two of his best players leaving, does he eventually go, uh, hey, Daryl, here's two 20-year-olds that can skate and shoot. Let's see what they got. You know, I can't imagine Matthew Phillips yeah. would come up and do any worse than Kevin Rooney or Brent Ritchie or, you know, any of those guys they're plugging in at the bottom of the line. But I don't
0: know if it's ever going to happen.
1: Let me know how he is when he goes to Philadelphia, OK?
0: <laughs> no, thank you. Um <laughs> What do you think it would take? Like, do you think it would take like a giant skid, or is it like literally going to be every single person has to get injured, and the only way we're calling these kids up is if we need an, a warm body?
1: Uh, yeah, and I even think that would be a stretch. Like, I literally <laughs> think they'd be they'd be like, all right, who's who's semi put together with tape? Yeah, we'll take that guy. Sure. Yeah, Lanny McDonald, <laughs> you want to come back and play? Let's go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know what it would take maybe it would take the gm being like hey you have to play these kids and get them up there and get them moving like i know regis in the lineup because he's big and that's what it is phillips is small he doesn't like small guys and i'm like i don't know if you look around the league but some of the best players in the league are small
0: uh, there wh- are- why can't why don't they notice that i don't understand
1: it doesn't make any sense because they only had a small guy for what like the last like 12 years who was awesome
0: I was going to say, fast. Johnny draw not large. No. Did
1: you know he's from uh, just outside of uh, Philadelphia?
0: Yeah, it's super weird that he didn't want to play here. That's
1: yeah, weird. I, I heard he's from New Jersey. I don't know. Yeah, and I heard he was short, too. Yeah, like, it was amazing. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I try not to think too much about it, because if I think a lot about it in my head.
0: Um, that's like a solid life strategy, generally, yeah. so I respect 100%. it. 100%. I try. Let's hear these thoughts about the reverse retros. I want to hear them. Well, I,
1: well, I'm looking at some of them and I'm like, first off, I hate the Flames one. I think it's gross. Like, it's, I, I mean, I shouldn't say it's gross. I saw, like, people were posting them, like, in person wearing them. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess. Like, I just, Calgary did such a great job. They're wearing the greatest hockey uniform ever. Like, I love the road red, the home white, uh, the home red. red. I, I went back in a time warp when you used to wear, you know, white at home and dark color on the road back in the 80s. Um i like those and they got blasty like those though you know the flaming horse head that everybody loves to hate which is the greatest logo of all time it's very Um, good it is it's awesome but like these some of these things i'm like i get i get like bugged when like vegas and seattle participate in this i'm like okay seattle not as the kraken i mean you had a hockey team in like well 1824 they had a hockey team in seattle like vegas you've been around for like a month like you don't deserve one and then some of them like I think some of them missed the mark to go super cheesy. Like I made fun of the lightning one because it's ridiculous. But like, remember when ducks did like muscle duck, that duck like burst into the wall, like the Kool-Aid man with those giant dudes. Like, oh yeah. I'm (laughs) like, whack, whack. You know, like they should have done that. Like, just, you're going to do it. Just go straight full cheese. Like, don't like, don't hold back. Like, you know, I think Dallas should have done that horrible. What is it? What do they call it? The the U-Torus, the the constellation. (laughs) Like the worst logo ever. But I'm like, own it and go with it make it like mad like i don't know just some of them i'm just like like i thought the kings crushed it like i love the kings look i yeah. love the sharks the sharks going with the seals like that is just that's very good that's just classy and i'm so happy thankfully the carolina hurricanes must have listened to my thousand tweets yelling at them that they're not the Hartford whalers and thankfully they didn't go with the whalers theme jersey because they're not the whalers and they don't deserve to wear the whalers so um yeah but yeah, I mean I love the Bruins went with Pooh Bear. I love Pooh Bear. It looks better on a white jersey than the yellow one. But I also think that um buck tooth giant yellow cat from Nashville could probably be putting mothballs and never taken up again because that thing is
0: idiot. I do kind of wish that more teams that were around in the nineties just went. Like if you're going to do a retro jersey, mm-hmm. that's where you need to go. That was like yeah. the golden age of NHL jerseys.
1: It oh, was just so horrific. It was just so bad. But I will say this: um, Where was I going to go with this? I I totally had a thought, and I just it just melted. It will come back to me at some point. Um, yeah, like some of the teams. Like I like. I mean, it's tough. Like with the the Canadians and in Toronto and the Red Wings. Like they don't have anything. Because why would you change those uniforms? They're yeah. perfect. You know. Yeah. And you guys went with the slacks. I love it. Like are warm ups
0: because the, they're
1: cow. The Cooper all. The Cooper Rolls are awesome. Are you kidding me? I think mean, everybody should have a set of those for warm-ups. They
0: should, cool. they should have. I mean, I feel like fabric technology has to have advanced since the yeah. 70s such that the fabric can not be deadly slippy on the ice. Like, figure out a way to wear the right. Cooper Rolls all games. Before- when you're
1: playing a sport on ice, you shouldn't be wearing big padded shorts and tall socks. Like, what's that
0: because yeah. I mean, I, didn't, uh-huh. I didn't actually realize that the reason the Cooper Rolls went away was that they were too slippery and people were sliding too much when they fell down, which is apparently why.
1: But Are I, you wearing them as blades?
0: They're I like think it has to be a way for that. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight, we'll break down.
1: Just go to frito snacket.sbnation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void Here's worth the snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Sorry,
0: my Alexa was talking to me. That's
1: okay. You know what would be even better? Instead hmm. of Cooperalls, corduroys. So when they skate, you hear... Oh, no. Like you're walking down the hallway in third grade. That would be awesome. Touch somebody, they get shocked. I bring back quarter Forget the Cooper. Anyway, that's my thoughts on reverse retros. And I know I hate to say it. I like the Oilers. They came out nice, the oil gear, but it's got different colors.
0: I don't hate that one. I'm looking at the Calgary one now. I don't know why they did that thing at the bottom.
1: Well, that's the pedestal is a jersey. Um, that, sig- that signifies the dark ages in Calgary. That was the post 89 Stanley Cup. Uh, we're going to trade Doug Gilmore. We're going to trade Mike Vernon, all the people that won. We're going to. Joe Neuendijk, I think Joe Otto, uh, Theo Flurry, some of the guys wore it. Gary Roberts, they wore it for a couple of years, and then they were dealt. And then the Dark Ages game was like the Young Guns. Calgary's like, we got the Young Guns. We got Rico Fata and young Jerome McGinley, and the Calgary was just so bad. Like Those like, I don't know why you would ever celebrate that era of uniform. They were yeah. not good, but I own one, so I can't really complain. But I own an original, and it's better. It's yes. Because I'm old. I'm going to yell at a cloud now.
0: I mean, first of all, we're like the same age, so rude. Um,
1: (laughs) I didn't call you old, I called me old.
0: (laughs) I mean, the Flyers' reverse retro is entirely black and white, so at least yours is interesting.
1: Nothing will ever top the year the Penguins and Flyers played in the U.S. outdoor winter, Hardee's, McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts classic, whatever the hell it's called these days. And those jerseys, I think, it was the first ones Adidas did where like, you guys were like the black and just orange. It was just like, like the simple two color It was so gross. Yeah, so, yeah. But that's my fashion takes. I'm, I got hot fashion takes. They're probably they, better than my. They're probably better than my hockey takes. Hey, but you know what the Flames did do this year, and it made one of our one of our podcast guys Gordy so happy. He's been not even beating the drum. He's been like throwing bricks through the windows at the Saddledome to make this happen. When Calgary switched to their, their red uniforms. They wore a red helmet with a black chin strap, which was just the most jarring, like it stood out. They went to white this year. I don't know why they didn't just go to red, but they switched it over to white. So that was like the big thing for the planes this year. It wasn't Johnny Gaudreau being replaced by, you know, Nazem Kadri It was, hey, they got a white chin strap that looks better than black.
0: I love yeah. that for you guys.
1: You know, listen, we got to have something,
0: you know. Can we remind so a, can... Yeah, go. Your podcast guy is called Gord.
1: No, Gordy. Gordy. We have a three-call. Because, he's one of the guys that podcast with us and he's for our website and that uh, we used to do a thing called Gordy's Corner at the end of our podcast he'd be like change the chin straps be like and that's Gordy's Corner you know? <laughs> <laughs> is he Canadian like his thing. no he's absolutely Canadian he's from Calgary
0: could you imagine I'm a the- person named Gord because I can't
1: no I can't such a Canadian name I think <laughs> wasn't, wasn't Gord the lead singer with the famous Canadian band that everybody tragically? The tragically hip yeah, yeah i'm i'm into speed metal i don't know anything about that stuff i don't think there's any canadian metal bands because i don't think you can sing about satan and then say sorry
0: I was getting you to, they're too soft to people <laughs> exactly
1: um and now i just offended the entire country that i write for all right good for me yeah i think i, I might be actually no maddie i was gonna say maddie you're, you're maddie maddie of broad street hockey i think is the we're the only two uh non-canucks at our website which is weird that a guy from 30 minutes outside of Boston runs a website for a hockey team that's like
0: 2,900
1: miles away from him.
0: And a woman that lives in the suburbs of Philadelphia was dying to write about them as well. You're both. Yeah. Awkward.
1: We're both, we're both odd. And then that's why Maddie's awesome.
0: Oh, good. Yeah. Stop trying to steal her. Thanks.
1: <laughs> trust me. With that, again, you want to write for the flyers or you want to write for the flame? We're going to go back to that's like being the best looking person at the ugly person <laughs> contest. <There's>, nobody <laughs> wins in that matchup. Okay, It's,
0: <laughs> uh, god, now I'm so, to if there's any more actual questions about this hockey game that i need to ask you for the people that are still listening to this podcast
1: oh my god why would they not be listening this is like the most entertainment i've had all week i needed this thank you yeah. Good. <laughs> um yeah i think that's kind of it for calgary you know is probably the guy to look to look out for um you know, Calgary doesn't have a big, like, I mean, they have Luchul fight, but they don't have a big, like, you know, hay throwing guy anymore with, you know, good Branson gun, but, uh, like, Zadorov got in a fight a couple weeks, last week,
0: yeah.
1: the week before, and I looked at him, like, how is that guy taller than him? Like, Zadorov <laughs> on skates is, like, I don't know, like, nine feet tall, and the other guy, I'm like, what is he, 12 feet tall? Like, it was huge. Like, I'm like, why are you fighting that guy, Z? Like, you're the most snazzy dresser in there. He's, honestly, his Instagram, follow him on Instagram. He has, like, the best suit combinations ever dude is like legit put together it's awesome and he's a giant russian who like slams people into the board scores a goal every now and then sometimes forgets to play defense and gets yelled at takes a bad penalty but dude's fashion is out of control
0: i don't really he's know some awesome
1: like work instagram mark hang on just just go on there and let whatever he, he looks fancy
0: i'll let someone someone has to put his picture on twitter and then i'll look at it
1: yeah, there you go
0: the only so, social yeah. media i can
1: deal with because, well, up until a couple weeks ago, it was the greatest social media site on the planet.
0: It's so good. It's I, know.
1: I, I love the Twitter machine. I do. It's like my favorite thing.
0: You're going to have to drag me out. I'm not leaving.
1: hundred I'll be, percent. I'll be here until like, I'm the last one in there and like, the cob, the tumbleweeds are blowing through. You know. We'll yeah, be meeting
0: you, tweeting at each other. hundred percent. You and Elon, just hanging out. As long
1: as, we, as long as we mention that everything we're saying is a parody, we'll be good to go. And we're going to get shut down now in three, two, one, go.
0: So, yeah, I think that's
1: um, I think that's yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's good for Flames. Lindholm's getting hot. Um, o came back from injury, played well. Calgary's been awesome. Reetch was good. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I think it'll be a good game. I do. I think Calgary's kind of starting to round themselves out. I say that now, and they'll lose fifteen to two tonight. So we can laugh at
0: this. I'm gonna way. be honest with you. I feel like this is like an oddly even matched game, only because, like, I feel like you guys have more talent up front than us. Like. Which is like, you know, the lowest bar to clear. Um, but, but uh Carter Hart has been yeah. very good. So I feel like our goaltending versus your shitty goaltending and our shitty forwards versus your good forwards could be something there.
1: Could so be- somehow they'll manage to tie like zero, zero or fifteen to fifteen. Like one of the two. Like it's, it'll be one of those.
0: God, I would fucking love it if it was 15 to 15. Wouldn't that be fun?
1: That'd be awesome. I think Sutter would be just dead on the bench. They'd be like, all right, bring the kids down. We finally killed them. I <laughs> we gave actually, up 15 goals. Like,
0: uh, like upon further reflection, that game would take forever. And like, I'm not trying to stay up till 11.30 on a Monday night watching a Flames Flyers game.
1: You should see what it's like trying to stay up on a Saturday right. at 1 to watch a Flyers Flames Jets right. game.
0: Stop talking. Is this game in Calgary?
1: No, no, no. Calgary's on the road for six. So we're coming to Philly. I say we. I shouldn't say we. I don't play for the team. The Flames are coming to Philly.
0: You can say that's we. A big,
1: that, that. That's a big uh, sports pet peeve of mine. Like when someone's like, yeah, we didn't play well today. I'm like, no, you didn't play for the team. Like,
0: like You're spiritually like, a part of them. Yeah,
1: I'm more than something a part of them.
0: Your, your I'm, vibes contribute. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm committed. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not say?
0: give me a final score prediction
1: uh, let's see 15, they, they've 15. been in like high scoring kind of like back and forth games I'll say uh, Calgary 5-4 Calgary 5-4 I'm going
0: to yeah. say we're recording this so early which makes it super fun because who the fuck knows what's going to happen in the next three days I'm going to say liars four to one.
1: Wow. Okay. All right.
0: Oh God. Are you writing that down?
1: No, no. Oh I made God. a mental note.
0: I saw that you had a pencil in your hand. And I was like, fuck, someone's actually going to hold me to this nonsense. Yeah,
1: Kelly says <laughs> flyers, 12 flames, negative three. Got it. All right. Perfect. On it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. And let's see. And then we'll meet somewhere in the middle. They'll be like, it'll be one, nothing. You know, we'll be both be way
0: off. I hope it's better than that. Mark, and where can so people cool. find you on the internet?
1: Uh, let's see. They can find us at www.matchsticksandgasoline.com. They can find the Matchsticks on Twitter at MatchsticksCGY. Uh, me, I think I'm at mparklaxlax. L-A-X.
0: I think that's my Twitter handle. Yeah, that's your Twitter handle.
1: Can't oh, yeah. I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, I think that covered it. I think the, the, the Twitter and the, uh, the, the old web page. And we're on Facebook, you know, the, the, the Facebook machine.com backslash uh, matchsticks and gasping.
0: And you don't so. want to plug your OnlyFans?
1: No. No, I don't want to do that because I don't know if it, my, know, right. my ring light's a lot, not as bright as it should be. You know, I don't plug, <laughs> you know, and I prefer to make my videos in the dark. And sadly, somebody's going to be out here frantically searching. Like, oh, my God, where is it? Where is it? Which is sad and so mad. Um, yeah.
0: Takes oh, all calm, Mark.
1: It takes all kinds, Mark. It does. It does. Hey, some people like getting kicked in the face by a horse, right? What's up with that? Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: You did want to talk about John Tortorella, didn't
1: you? I do. I have so many to tort- Like, who is that? I don't know. I just got kicked in the face by a horse. <laughs> casually, what?
0: Casually got kicked in the face by a horse. Apparently, even? <laughs> we got a little bit of clarity today. Not really kicked in the face so much as like, You know, like when a dog wants something from you and they kind of take their paw and they're like, hey, dickhead, give me a thing. Apparently horses do that, too. And I guess he was like brushing one horse and the other horse came along and like hit him because she wanted treats.
1: I'm just trying to visualize the whole thing happening.
0: I know. I don't. (laughs) understand how you can get like a little light tap from a horse because they're very large but steph driver ass- assured me steph driver noted horse girl um but,
1: no horsies can be very like i say horsies one of my four years old <laughs> yes Yeah, you know, the horses and the princesses are so pretty um no they can't be my mom had a horse when i was a kid so i'm very familiar with horses and it's just like yes but i'm like when he said i got kicked in the face by a horse i'm like i I think you would not be here on the bench if the horse really kicked you in the face. I mean, it happened to the little girl in Christmas Vacation. It didn't cross her eyes, so who knows, you know? I mean, it's true. Things happen. But, yeah. By the way, his other night, his quote, the, the in-game, I don't know, it must have been between the first period, and they asked him, they're like, so uh, what did you think? What would you like to change about that period? He's like, we suck.
0: Mark, no. I like, well. <laughs> it was, no, no, no. It was during the game while he was on the bench with the team. <laughs>
1: Be honest, how long is this marriage between Tortorella and this team gonna last? Like he's got they both have to be regretting this decision at some point, right?
0: Well, right now um we we as in fans, so like nobody that matters um are obsessed with him because he is saying out loud all of the things that we've been thinking in our head for a long time. Fair enough. And also <laughs> like you know, he likes puppy dogs and he's got a fun accent Mm -hmm. and seems like a nice guy. So right now we're like firmly in the honeymoon phase. I feel like he's definitely going to outlast Chuck Fletcher blissfully. Um, In my dreams, they just kind of make him like president, general manager, king, emperor, like grandmaster of the Philadelphia Flyers. And he just runs the whole thing.
1: I'm writing this down so in two years we can talk about this again. I've circled that. Okay, good. I
0: think it's gonna happen. Only because, only because he seems to understand that Rasmus Ristolainen sucks. Yeah. Like at one point he said it out loud, which was very gratifying. <laughs> yeah. Um
1: he's unless gratifying. you're Rasmus Ristolainen.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I mean he's take a lot of money. Um uh-huh. He scratched him for a game. He moved him down to the third pair. It's kind of just like, okay, so at least someone in this organization can properly identify talent.
1: Yeah, can assess talent. That's nice. It's good to have that. I mean, it's kind of important. Yeah, you
0: know. one person that can do it. The general manager can't, so it's good that we have somebody
1: mm-hmm. that can just, do it. My all-time favorite Torelli though was him trying to fight Bob Hartley, which was awesome. Like that—that's the, the, the greatest clip in the history of hockey. It's my favorite hockey game of all time i think my favorite hockey moment of all time it's great
0: it's hard to top
1: it is it's hard when bob hartley sends out the goons to beat up his you know soft vancouver canucks (laughs) you know and they get in that huge fight and then he tries to go in the locker room to fight somebody he's trying to go through brian mcgratton i'm like do you have any idea what you're trying to do right now (laughs) brian mcgratton like really are you kidding me like Okay. And then Bob Hartley would have just fought him anyway. So I love Bob Hartley. Oh, when when they were going to get.
0: Hartley would have okay. went ass, to be honest with you. Oh, Hartley's awesome.
1: I love Bob. I mean, they couldn't play defense under Bob Hartley, but man, could they score and fight teams. So that was, it was yeah. a good
0: day. It I like that.
1: So, yeah, Tortorella, I want to talk about. Yeah. Just, and I think that the second question in the interview, I think he repeated, we suck again. Too. I was like, okay, we get it, dude. We suck. Cool. <laughs> way to boost morale there, bud. <laughs> <You know? laughs> So I mean, how about I think We didn't, we didn't play so really hard. well on the four check. You know, maybe, we you know, our penalty kills a little off. You know, we need to take some more shots. But, you know, we'll try to pick it up in the next period. Not like, we fucking blow. We're no, terrible.
0: What do you think <laughs> of the team so far? We suck. What suck. do you want to see in the next period? Four check. Thank you. Yeah. Like, that was
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sucking less. Like, it was like, God. It reminded me of that, that um, uh, who is the, that the famous quote from the old Tampa Bay Buccaneers coach from, like, when they came into the league back in the 70s? And they asked him in a post game, they were like, what do you, what do you think about your team's execution today? And he's like, I'm all for it. Like, <laughs> it's like, 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 it's like the <laughs> suck. Like, just goes right up in the quote Hall of Fame from a coach on like how your team plays. Like,
0: You're going to be oh. seeing Flyers fans retweeting that video for the next decade. So. Oh.
1: I think I watched it four or five times and I just smiled. I laughed. I'm like, oh, the chaos is beginning. I love it. The Tortorella is starting to finally like oh, you know, not finally, like he's already cracking flick. It's like, it's like I, Homer Symphony just slowly walks into the bush, you know, mid season. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have a feeling that he might be having a little bit of regret. Like,
1: oh, 100%. I
0: had a cushy media job. I was eating chicken parm on television. I was just fucking around with my dogs and my horses. And now I have to deal with these assholes every yep. single day.
1: Yep, now I have to say horrible things in the middle of the game about grown men that I'm supposed to be the leader of. Ah, good times. It's good to see. I I'm flyer. I, I know I write about the flames, but Flyers Twitter is kind of like my favorite thing out there. It's just, it's so just, it's, I love to, I live vicarious through, vicariously through you, Maddie and Steph. It's just, it's the best. It really is. It's Twitter just, is
0: very good. Um, sends, sends Twitter is very good. I don't know if you've cracked into any Senators' Twitter. They're pretty good.
1: Yeah, I know they were very cocky for a little bit because they were excited about how good they were going to be.
0: I so. thought they were going to be good. Yeah. They're not good they, at all.
1: No. And I hate Oilers' Twitter. Oilers' Twitter for me is like Buffalo Bills' Twitter. It's just insufferable. Oilers'
0: Twitter is the worst. Canucks' Twitter, not great either. No.
1: At least, least Canucks' they're... Twitter knows they're
0: bad. That's true. You know. At
1: least... Yeah, least Twitter, they think so. they win the cup every year.
0: Yeah, they're just kind of annoying, only because like either everything is on fire or they're the greatest hockey team that's ever existed. Nothing in between, and then also for some reason a lot of tweets about the mayor of Toronto. I don't really need to know about him, but he was like he was like the cocaine guy, right, or something, or the heroin guy, or the that's something the uh, guy. that was the old mayor oh okay Apparently. this guy
1: probably like saving puppies and you know inventing cures for diseases i'm like yeah the toronto mate he's that coke head, right
0: no he's worse <laughs> he's like uh i don't know like eliminating trash cans i know way too much about toronto politics because i follow these people it's kind of annoying actually I, I kind of feel like that too like i have to write about the arena deal in calgary every now and
1: then i'm like i don't even live there i don't care about your taxes i really don't wait have I you been care. to the
0: saddle dome yet?
1: No, I haven't. I was supposed to go last year and then the COVID shutdown happened. Not, not shutdown, but how the NHL like back fan capacity down to like 50%. I'm like, I am not flying all the way to the Arctic Circle. It's really not. It's just above Montana, but I'm from Massachusetts in America. So everything is cold. that's north of us. Um, I, I just like, I'm not going all the way out there and you know, good thing I didn't. So yeah, I haven't gone yet. I do want to go to the Saddle dump. But we I've should seen- go. Let's do road trip. Let's go.
0: I'm dying to go to the saddle dome. It's the only old building left.
1: I'm in. I know. And it looks like an old building. I mean, it floods, like all kinds of good things happen.
0: That's to the it. good shit. Is yeah. it is this the last year or do we have next year?
1: No, this they haven't even broke ground. They're reta- they're restarting the toxin in about oh, So sad. they probably have not There's probably at least another like, I don't know, like twenty years before they build a new arena. So I wouldn't worry about it. Plenty of time, plenty of time. But yes, I love the idea. Road trip, let's go. That'll be fun. But
0: it's like super easy to get a ticket to a Battle of Alberta game, right? Like that shouldn't be hard.
1: Oh yeah, no, but no, you want to go to a you want to go to a good fun game like um I don't know like Flames uh Predators game nobody cares about. <laughs> it's it's very easy to get. To. I think when I went out when I was supposed to go out there, I was supposed to go see Vegas and sorry to say it like Canadian Vegas and um ottawa those are the two teams i was supposed to see okay um, but yeah I, i'm a big fan of i don't really care who they play i want to see them play a team that they have a chance of defeating and winning so you
0: know like well, okay so fair, you care if they win i on the other yeah. hand don't give a shit i just yeah. want to see a good hockey game
1: <laughs> you're just going out there for dome beer and popcorn and pocket dogs
0: i like an old hockey building i don't know i don't know what to tell you I
1: like there aren't it. any left Was it that's the green Flames game I was at the Bruins-Flames game. I'm like, everything is so bougie here. Like, you know, I didn't go last year because work, I couldn't get the night off in the year before. They didn't come out here because they were doing the, you know, COVID all-in-one-country thing, I think, mm-hmm. that year. Yeah. So I hadn't been to a game in two years, and I'm like, the seats all have cushions in them. There's, like, there's an absolute bar next to me. Like, canned beer is $18 a piece. What happened? Where am I? <laughs> <It's very laughs> am I in the future?
0: Yeah. I want, I know, like, a so. shitty half-broken seat I want there to be some puddles on the concourse. I want well, the roof
1: definitely leaks at the saddle dump. So you got that going.
0: Outstanding.
1: So you, so you have that. It'll be so. like the
0: spectrum. It'll be like you know, yeah. like the old
1: like time. Like the old yeah, like the old Boston Garden. When it was humid in the spring, you couldn't play games because the ice would melt and fog up.
0: Yeah, it's great. It's
1: awesome. Great. It's that's on... what you need. Well, if it's on your to-do list and bucket list, I mean I say road trip, but you know, not in a car because I'm not driving a Calgary. No, you that's know. too far. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: yeah. You can drive, but I'll I'll meet you there.
1: Uh, no, 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 no. no. My, my, my extent of driving was, like, I think talking with you and Steph and being like, I think I'll come to Philadelphia for a game, much like you. I don't care who they play. I'm like, I can do Philly. That's, like, four and a half, five hours. That's an easy enough ride. Right. I can do that.
0: Dude, you can't That's just
1: get some... on the train. I I can drive. It. I like driving. I'm weird.
0: Okay. I like, a, I like, a, good,
1: I like a good country drive down 95.
0: The whole I was going to say, it's, like, <laughs> just, like, such a delightful drive, too. You get to go through Connecticut. Just the
1: Connecticut. best. Connecticut. Oh yeah, we're going to, Connecticut's like the worst state ever because it's reason, the longest, it's the longest state for a small state.
0: I was just going to say, for some reason, three quarters of the drive to Boston is through Connecticut. I don't like, understand the go, physics of it's,
1: it. It's corner to corner. It makes no sense. It's not a huge state, but it takes forever to get through.
0: And also there's always traffic.
1: Yeah. And if you go like the way I go, like my wife, we sometimes, she went to Seton Hall. So we'd go to like Jersey a lot and like, Sometimes it's the Merritt Parkway and, like, that road, if there's an accident on it, the world closes for, like, an hour and a half. It's just, like,
0: oh, I hate Connecticut. Connecticut's bad. I Connecticut, don't know why anyone lives there.
1: I don't know. Like, in, in New England doesn't want it. New York doesn't want it. Oh. We can make it, make it its own country. Unless they bring the whalers back, then we'll keep Hartford here because we love the whalers.
0: Mm, fair enough.
1: And by here, I mean in this, this shell of a human.
0: Um, Good compromise.
1: So. Awesome. All right. Well, let's, plan a, let's we, we're going to plan a road trip to the frozen tundra. We're doing it. That
0: February or something too, to make it like extra, like really get the full experience.
1: A hundred percent a full on, you know, maybe it'll be a Chinook, whatever that is. I, 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 I need really. to
0: know precisely why no NHL hockey player wants to live there. Yeah. I want the yeah, gonna, experience.
1: Because yeah, <laughs> you're going to walk out of the hotel room and your face is going to break. And then you're gonna be like, I understand now I get it.
0: <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I was once in Saskatoon in February. And when you walked out of the house, your eyelashes, and all of the boogers in your nose instantly froze, and mm-hmm. it was kind of the coolest thing ever.
1: I went to I went to college in Northern Vermont, uh, 40 minutes from the Canadian border, and I looked out my window one day, and the thermometer in my window said negative 40. So I stayed in that day. I like cold cold is no good.
0: That's a little bit cold.
1: Cold is no bueno. It's as
0: fine. As the French would say. Just got it. Go. No, that's French. Right. <laughs> all right. I think so. I. Th-
1: I think, I think we thing. covered everything. We, we planned a road trip. Uh, we talked about Tortorella. We talked fashion. I think we talked hockey in there at some point. So
0: it's good. I think we covered everything. It's a hour, if you ask me.
1: hundred percent. So, All right. Good times. And we get to do it again, like, and God knows whenever they play again.
0: I don't know. You, you had to tell me that this game was happening. So you'll probably have to tell me about the next one.
1: <laughs> I have to. It's my favorite, it's my favorite podcast days.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this, Mark. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on. Good to chat.
0: Right. Hope everyone enjoys the game. Go Flyers. Go Flames. Bye. Hello, friends. When my favorite checking out the competition partner asks me to leave in the pre-show outtakes, I'm going to leave in the pre-show outtakes. So, please to enjoy the pre-show outtakes. Bye.
1: Fine. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gu. It's French. It's good, It's good. Yeah. That's so not French. French. That's not French. That sounded like Alabama in French. It's gu. Okay. This is going to be a great intro to this podcast. It's going to be awesome. Like people already think I'm an idiot. It's only going to get better.
0: I'm really glad I already hit
1: record. <laughs> I am too. I love I love pre take outtakes. They're the bestest.
0: They're the best. Mhm. All right, hold on. Let me get this cat off of me. Watch out, bud. Watch it. Watch it watch, it. watch it. Watch it. Okay.
1: You don't do video, right? You only do audio because I'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of crookeded, and it's kind of bothering me. Like I want to lean this way to even it out.
0: That made you more crooked. Just FYI. gotta go the other way unless you're just crooked on your computer
1: probably isn't i you know i totally (laughs) disappeared (laughs) this is off to a great start. this is why i was so excited to do this today (laughs) hi (laughs) how you been oh just fantastic i'm living the dream
0: (sighs) did you murder anything today
1: no, I didn't go this morning. I was gonna go, but I was falling asleep on the way home. so I was like, I think I'm just gonna go sleep in my bed instead of sitting in a tree. Yeah, you know, just
0: sounds like a great choice.
1: it did. It sounded like a better idea today, which means it was probably fifteen deer sitting in front of my tree stand and being Like, oh, oh, I
0: <laughs> Where's that I like gun- how I looked
1: like how I looked up like I was the deer
0: well, I mean you were you were doing the deer, so
1: was was I was in character yeah, I'm a method I'm a method actor.
0: Okay. Or um, it. I don't know a goddamn thing about the Calgary Flames. So, this is going to yeah. be a great podcast.
1: That makes two of us. But it's perfect. Awesome.
0: <laughs> I'm loving it. You guys still have Johnny Gaudreau? No? Okay.
1: No, he went to some like weird state with a town that nobody knows has hockey. It was weird. <laughs> How
0: fucking annoying is it that I busted your balls all summer long about Johnny Gaudreau? Leaving the flames. Yeah. Then he went uh, to
1: Columbus. Yeah. And the Flyers were like, "We know we're serious. We don't have any money. We can't. We don't. We, we can't. We're done. No, it's not happening." No worse Chinese, than
0: they said they don't want him. They were like, right? "No, we're good.
1: We're good." Johnny's like, "You know You know what sounds like a fun place? Columbus." We're like, "I'm sorry. Where is that again? Where's <laughs> o, where's where's Ohio? they have hockey in Ohio? What?" <laughs> okay, that seems sketchy, but whatever, dude. You knock yourself out in Columbus. One of the uh, a, a, top, a top 200 city in the United States. Good luck. Have fun.
0: It feels generous.
1: It does. It does. top
0: 200 feel, feels generous.
1: I thought you meant by calling it a city, but whatever. Well,
0: it. either way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Ohio hates me in three, two, one.
0: No one from Ohio. Listen. What? Wait.
1: No, don't say that because you're going to have that one Ohio listener that's going to be Someone like,
0: from Ohio yeah. definitely listens to this podcast. At least one person. Probably Johnny Goodrow.
1: Probably, and he's sitting there going, fan. "I know. Why did I take this? Why did I come to Columbus again?"
0: He's <sighs> uh, cursing the the name of Chuck Fletcher. But...
1: Yeah. So no, they don't have Johnny anymore.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But you have that other guy, so that's good. We'll talk about it. Okay. I Sounds guess good. I'll do it. I guess I'll do an intro, so I don't keep you here all night.
1: Oh, that should have been part of the podcast. Keep it in. just—it's just cold. We we roll raw. Let's go.
0: Well, I do a cold open, so I'm going to use some of this.
1: Okay, good. Um, Who
0: can say what, though?
1: I don't know. Hopefully will it's the part be, where my phone falls down.
0: I was going to say, will it be, be... <laughs> you knocking the phone over? Will it be think... you making fun of the entire state of Ohio? Will it be the deer I think... impression? I don't know.
1: I think you keep it all in. It's all. Good. It's going to be better than anything I'm going to tell you about the flame. So, all good.
0: I, I might keep it all in, then. <laughs> Why not? But well, it was great to talk to you.
1: Good luck to, on Monday.
0: Who's going to stop?
1: Right. Nobody. I would applaud it, truth be told. I think, your li- I think your listeners need that type of content because they don't care about my Flames takes. They like my takes on Pete Peters and food and all the other weird stuff we talk about.
0: It's better than the hockey, to be honest with you.
1: <laughs> I agree.
0: The hockey's very boring. It is. sad. Okay. Is your team better than my team? Ah, I like it.
1: They both started out really hot
0: actually they're uh kind of about the same oh wait are they exactly the same
1: is what seven six and two i think
0: you're seven six and two or seven six and three twinsies
1: yay twinsies and suckville it's awesome like <laughs> but i got a bunch of tortorella stuff we have to get into just because i want to talk about it later but i have so many questions
0: oh, God, so yeah. many fun things i'm ready okay i'm ready okay now I'm for real. I'm for real gonna do an intro, even if I do leave all of this in. I feel that the <laughs> intro e- is necessary to mark the beginning of the serious and very professional hockey conversation that we are I would, e- would
1: expect to have. I would expect nothing less.
0: Yeah, I'm a professional, Mark. <laughs> Speaking of, did I put my phone on silent? Yes. Okay.
1: Oh, I didn't do that either, but keep going. Just talk. Good call. Keep going. I'm here. <laughs> I'm gonna put Wait it on do phone. not. Again. yeah my do not disturb go on exactly all
0: right hey.
1: then now it's officially i've dropped a phone i forgot to do something hi i'm back let's roll
0: oh, i thought i was gonna say you were frozen there for a second i didn't know that you guys the green check people or the green bubble people also got um do not disturb that's nice that they give that to you
1: oh, i love that like i'm mean, green bubble's, the bubbles my favorite is it it is i love my green bubble i i, I have a i have a it, dot 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 for work and I just don't like it. No. I've always, I've always been an Android guy.
0: I guess that's fine.
1: Yeah, it makes me happy. It's One of the few things.
0: There has to be something wrong with you, right?
1: Oh, there's a million things wrong with me, but Android's not one of them. There's a lot of other. <laughs> there's a lot of other bigger problems.
0: So. <laughs> I'm putting that one at the top.
1: no <laughs> eh, fair enough. <laughs> I don't fight flame Fl- Flames, dolphins, Cubs, and Android. I am four for four. I'm batting a thousand
0: fantastic cubs
1: yeah i made a lot of bad choices around the age of like 13
0: uh, who among
1: us though mm, you know and then sometimes you just keep making them
0: what an eclectic mix of teams
1: i know for a kid from massachusetts yeah we can get into that too if you want to it's fun I think the
0: past mark was like you know what i never want to see one of my favorite teams play a game ever
1: 100 percent, or win anything <laughs> <Nonetheless>. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, same, but
1: I, I had 2016. I got that going for me in 1989. All right. I can't talk about this anymore. It's depressing. We can get into that later if you would like. Okay.
0: All right. Now I'm, de- I'm actually done <laughs> starting the podcast, I'm but not-
1: I'm going to do it like this. So you have to look at the ring light. Like they're my actual eyeballs.
0: Do you have a ring light?
1: I do to a light up because we sometimes do video and I just feel weird that I have a ring light when I ordered it. I'm like, I feel dirty and gross. Like nothing good happens with a ring light. <laughs>
0: you like make tiktoks did you dance no.
1: it's for my only fans page but the point is
0: okay. I,
1: no, I got it for a pod- I got it to light up this look at this look at it I mean it's look it's beautiful I need to light this for a podcast everybody needs to see
0: it you are well lit that's true yeah and for an only fans you want you want the lighting to be good
1: yeah if I did that they pay for listen if I had that you would want no lights roll the open <laughs> <laughs>